You're listening to the Indie Echo Podcast, a showcase of independent music and the artists that make it. I'm Jordan, producer at High Five Music. Honeybee is a Texan singer-songwriter. Her ambitious pop songs blend her unique storytelling with lighthearted production. But you Hi, my name is Zebra, aka Honeybee, and I currently reside in Texas. <laughs> Yeehaw! I love music. I'm a singer-songwriter, and I'm also a senior in high school, so I'm just balancing the teenage life with music. I was raised on a lot of Christian music, so because my parents are Christian, I'm Christian. Um, so I heard a lot of the Christian pop music going around, like Toby Mac, um, Brittany Nicole. <laughs> and I also really liked Taylor Swift growing up too. She is an icon. Were you like singing as a kid as well? Yes, but not like anything professional, just kind of for fun. I always just love singing. It took me a while to actually start writing songs. I came up with a lot of original song ideas, mainly like melodies and little lyrics here and there, but then I never really started writing full songs until I was 10 or 11, 12, not sure exactly when. And did you have some sort of formal training? Not for songwriting, and I didn't get any like formal vocal training until I was like 13. Was Dear 17 your first like proper release? Yes. Because <laughs> sometimes there's usually like a, you know, these were my first singles, but I don't like them anymore, so I deleted them. Was there any of that for you? Or? No, not that I not that I actually put out. <laughs> I mean, who knows if I delete anything in the future, but I'm going to try my best not to, just so it could show my progress. I really like to see that too. Some people have, you know, reinvented themselves. Like, that's not who I am any- anymore. This is who I am. And some people are like, no, I-, I like to see, you know, how far I've come in the last five, ten years or whatever it is. Right. It'd be fun to see your, your progress as an artist. Do you have a go-to songwriting process? Usually, I just get the melody and lyrics together, like an idea, like a little snippet. And then I record it and then write it down. And that's just how I start. Usually it's like maybe a chorus or a verse and then I just kind of build on that and try to come up with more more ideas to that song I just I don't know it's not a very conventional way it's just more like random so you kind of like have like a, a hook idea that comes to you yeah random ideas just come to me and then I write songs on it because <laughs> usually it's you know one or the other it's like you know, I had this little melody in my head and I couldn't get you know, or I had this really poignant lyric idea but that's interesting that comes at the same time yeah usually <laughs> instrumentally your releases up till now have been very lighthearted in, in terms of the instrumental styles yeah I like uplifting music I have some songs that aren't necessarily uplifting but I usually like to put out the more encouraging content. Your reputation era comes later, right? Yeah, exactly. Is there a most difficult part of the process you find? Whether it's, you know, from the beginning songwriting or the production stage? For songwriting, I would say sometimes getting to that second verse can be difficult. 
because you came up with that first idea, that first verse and first chorus, but then you need to have that next step. Like, where is this? Where is this going? And then producing wise, for me, it's hard to record good vocal takes without anybody helping me. It's kind of like I have to go back and forth from the computer to the mic and to the computer again. And it's just kind of like, it takes a lot of work to get those vocal takes that you really love. And also you are really critical of your own self. So then nothing sounds good to you. <laughs> and also I would say mixing could be pretty difficult sometimes just because of how much technical work it takes. <laughs> and I've noticed that, that your songs are for like fantasy and strike a chord. They're on the longer side too. People would tell you in today's age, you want them to be shorter, but you're like, no, no. I honestly, I didn't intend them for uh, intend for them to be that long. Afterward, I was like, okay, this is this is kind of long. So I think I'm going to try to make some of my next songs shorter. Like the one that I'm going to publish next, I think it's around three minutes and 30 seconds, maybe. That's like the usual. But every once in a while, I think long songs are great. I mean, Taylor Swift, she made that 10 minute version of her song and everybody loved it anyway. So of course she's like, everybody loves her already. But I think it depends on the song. Sometimes you have to make some songs longer to really include everything that you want to say. Some of my favorite songs are on the longer side as well. It's about, you just have to keep it interesting. You can't just do verse, chorus, verse, chorus, verse, chorus for nine minutes. True. You have to keep it evolving. And some of my favorite songs, they go through different movements where it's like, it sounds like a different song in different parts. So it's good that you're experimenting with the longer side of things, especially in the storytelling realm. You want to like, you know, be able to tell a beginning, middle and end of your story. Right. Yes. Do you have any short term goals? I hope to, I guess, get one of my songs a little bit like blowing up on social media. Like I'm going to keep trying to experiment with different ways to promote my music because with social media, you could get really creative. And I was thinking about this last night. Sometimes people are really attracted to like the random content. And I'm like, what if we combined like that lighthearted, like it could be anything can happen kind of content and then incorporate your own music into it so that people can hear it and also be like entertained, I guess. Because the most random things go viral nowadays. With TikTok, I think it has opened up a lot of doors for small artists who have a lot of different songs and people can discover it. So I hope to just keep putting out music and finding different ways to promote it and seeing, you know, if one of them more people like, you know, and it goes more viral. What is your experience with TikTok especially? Do you find it difficult to like keep on that grind of, you know, continually coming out with content or? Yeah, it is kind of difficult to get a lot of TikTok supporters, I would say, because there's so many people on the app. I found it a lot easier using Instagram because I feel like I got a better start in that, like making reels. Uh, they just got more growth growth from that. I have mixed feelings about it. I don't like how you have to be like publish videos super often to really get traction. But also it's, I mean, it's a small price to pay because you're not really like, you don't really need to pay for it. You don't have to pay for social media. You just have to make content, I guess. So it's definitely worth it. But it does take some work. You don't pay money, but you pay in your time and effort. Yeah. So, which is sometimes more valuable. But That yeah. is true. 
So do you like play live as well? I am on my church's worship team, but that's not, that's just me singing worship songs. I don't usually play live. I would like do karaoke sometimes. I don't usually go play live places. I've thought about it though. There's one of my friends, we were talking and she's also a singer. And we've been talking about maybe we can go to some coffee shops or bars or something and play together. Um, So that might happen soon. And so when you decided to write and produce Dear 17, what made you decide that this was going to be the one that to introduce Honeybee to the world? I didn't think about it too much. It was just the first song that I really finished producing that I wanted to put out, I guess. (laughs) I mean, I thought it was a good song. For me, it was encouraging. And I think a lot of teenagers can relate to it. But I guess, I mean, I didn't really have like a huge plan, like, okay, this is gonna be the first single and this is gonna be the second one. It's just kind of something that I finished and I'm like, okay, I'm ready to just start putting things out. (laughs) And you followed that with Strike a Chord. Yes, it was around Valentine's Day. So I was like, I'm gonna make a cute little romantic song and I just got the most random idea like I'm like that's like such a good idea I was not with anybody at that time and I was like but this is like a really great love song (laughs) so I just wrote it and I'm like whoever whoever has someone out there I mean this song it's for you (laughs) Valentine's Day I don't know um I just thought it was a really cute idea (laughs) and I'm not afraid to Take leaves with me out Cause you are my best friend And I'm not just here to play you I'll sing it again and again I'll always pick you Cause you make a melody never made It definitely has a really cute vibe to it with the, the, again, the lighthearted instruments and and some of the the bouncier marimba type sounds you have in there. And it's really, really nice. So you did a great job on that. Thank you. And then that was followed by Fantasy. So Fantasy is probably, it's one of my more favorite songs out of the songs I've written. It definitely, it's more sad or more relatable and the heartbreak sense I don't know um it just came from a place of feeling like someone that I loved just had too high expectations of me and I couldn't like live up to them like a fantasy that I can never fulfill um so that's basically what the song is about
one of all your songs have probably the most Taylor influence, I think, in there. Yeah. A little bit of Olivia Rodrigo inspired, too. <laughs> and I like how fantasy is a progression to it in terms of building instruments on, as the song goes on. Those are some of my favorites because the song itself ends up being a journey. And so when you get to the end of the journey, you're like, let's go through that again, you know? Because so many songs will be like the same thing for two to three minutes. And that's where the long songs come into play. Through two minute songs, you can't yeah. really have much progression in there. But when you have a five minute song, yeah. you have more <laughs> freedom in terms of, okay, let's add the bass now. Okay, let's add more strings now, the drums later. Yeah. So I, I like how you did that. Thank you. And then you most recently wanted to revisit Dear 17. Yes. The sped up remix is literally just that, right? Yes, it's sped up and added a little bit of reverb. <laughs> I was like, might as well do it because sped up songs are trending right now. So and it's easy to make. <laughs> you weren't just like experimenting and like, oh, this could be faster. You, you were following a, a trend of other songs you've heard. Yeah, I just thought it was an interesting idea. So I just, I did experiment with a couple of my songs, making them faster and slower, because there are also the slowed down versions of songs. But since my songs are usually already on the slower side, I'm like, speed up. <laughs> so, I mean, I thought it would be a fun little thing to just put out for now, since I haven't put out anything in a while before I have my next single. said your next single is in the works now and what can we expect from that it's a more upbeat song it's not really like the other ones that i've put out it's about having a crush and then wanting to get over them um they're just a distraction they're just a beautiful distraction so it's like upbeat and like kind of like i'm getting over you kind of song <laughs> it's very fun i like it it has some good like guitar electric guitar vibes in it. <laughs> Have you had electric guitar in your songs before? I don't think so. That, that's cool that you're introducing new elements into it like that. Because I was going to ask you, like, what have you learned from your first single to your latest that's coming out? I think I've learned that people, people like things that they can relate to. I got a lot of feedback on Year 17 and Fantasy in different ways. Shrek Accord, I got some feedback but not as many people felt like they could relate to it because a lot of people are single so they felt like they couldn't really relate to that they're like it's a really cute song but you know i don't really have anything to relate to dear 17 i feel like people thought it was really encouraging and like if they're like younger too they're like i can i can relate to this and then fantasy a lot of people like i got feedback yeah, like this is something that I've been through too. So I think I'm just learning that putting out songs that people can relate to is, that's like a big key in making a song successful. That helps the algorithm too. Yes. 
And so after that single, do you have any grander plans? More singles, EP, album? I'm still thinking about that. I feel like I want to put out some Christian music soon because that's just something that it's a big part of my life and also encourages people. So I'm hoping to maybe put out a Christian EP or some singles, but then also continue on some of the other types of songs I have too. But I guess we'll see. (laughs) I just wanted to encourage anybody who's listening, who is passionate about music, that they should keep going. And music is definitely something that takes time to be successful in. And you just have to not give up. And I just want to encourage people, if they're passionate about something, just keep pursuing it. And it doesn't mean that it's necessarily going to become like your main job. Like that's something that I tell myself, if it becomes, that's amazing. But if it doesn't, it's just like a side thing. You love it and just don't stop doing it. So yeah, that's something I want to say. Links to Honeybee's music and everything else can be found in the show notes. Indie Echo is a product of Hi5 Music, a digital production studio that brings your bedroom demos to life. If you want your music produced, mixed, or remixed, visit the link on my Instagram, at Hi5Music, and you can follow the show, at Indie Echo Podcast. Thank you for listening.